Good afternoon, audience. This is the Hotness and Sweetly. And we just want to say thank you so much for joining us today, listening to Restaurant Magic, our podcast show. We're just so happy that you're here. I'm the Hotness, and my co-host, I found her, Sweetly, is um, on with us. And um, you know we're foodies. We love to eat, and this is um, our expertise. You know, we interview um, chefs, food trucks, culinary artists, farmers, anything connected with food, sweetly and the hotness, we are in the mix, okay? Yes, we are. (laughs) There she is. And so um, today, audience, we are interviewing Mr. Wilbert Jeffries of Jeffries Farms, and he is located here in um, North Carolina, and we just want to say welcome, welcome, Wilbert. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate having you. And um, you are a farmer because I met you at a farming event, um, I guess, a couple um, months ago, a long time ago. And I was just intrigued by your story. And you mentioned, um, you told me recently that you're growing eggplants, which I found very uh, interesting. So how did you get started with that? Um, I got started with that with a farmer um, that we met and. African guy that farms on his property um, sit down and had a business meeting with us and wanted us to grow some stuff for them. And so I just we uh, made a decision to um, to see what we could we grow. And so I grow wanted to grow eggplants. Something I never grow before in my life. And so what now, what made you decide eggplant? I guess because it was a um, a different type of a crop. And, you know, we did a little research on it and, uh, you know, and learned a whole lot about them eggplants. They actually come from Africa, and they grow out in Tanzania somewhere in the wild. And so, you know, they got us the seeds. Well, they got up, they brought us the plants. Um, I have a green high, a high tunnel. Um, it is 36 by 86, and I got probably close to around about 700 plants in there. And we harvest wow. every we harvest every Friday for the market for Saturday. Now you said that it grew in the wild in Africa. So what yes, made you think that you could do that here? Well, there they got rain every I guess every I don't know how they, how much they got their rain, but we had a we set up an irrigation system to so that they can be watered daily, and they are very big. They get big as a lemon. They're white and green. Oh, okay. E- eggplant? Yes, yes. They're round. Oh, okay, oh. and they're white and green. I don't know. I, for some reason, I was thinking they were purple. No, not these. These are white and green. Um, I'll okay. send you a picture when I get a chance. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm with you, sweetly. I guess we need to broaden our knowledge on the eggplant because I'm just familiar with the the purple one, and right. that's all I I know. And so maybe I will like these if they're white and green because the big eggplant I'm used to. Audience, the hotness, it's not my favorite vegetable at all. I could just, I can't do it. I know you're surprised. It's something I don't like to eat, but um, I'm intrigued, and I want to know more about these white and green um, eggplants. So Mr. Um, Jeffries, or Wilbert, I'm sorry, how do you get your supply to those who want to, um, to buy it from you? How are they able to purchase your product? Well, through the African guy that, um, that we're selling to, he um, pretty much, ships everything to his buyers, whoever, um, buys scrape from him. 
we grow the pl- a plant and um, harvest it for them, and they pay us for it. Well, Wilbert, I hear you saying we. So uh, is this um, – how many people are there besides yourself, and how long have you guys been doing this? This will be our second year. It's two other brothers, Michael Grays and Samuel Chris. Okay, um, Michael and Samuel. They are with Piedmont Progressive Farmers. Piedmont Progressive Farmers. Yes, And now, are they, like, able, like, can you Google them? And, and if they want to, um, if our foodies and our audience want to um, get in touch with them, is it, are they able to Google, or how do they look them up? You should be able to Google um, Piedmont Progressive Farmers. Um, I will find one of their brochures and send the link to y'all. Um, okay. So okay, and are you, sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask if you um, participated in the Black Farmers Market that's here um, locally in North Carolina as well. Uh, no, I haven't been to it um, before. Um, one of my other brothers, he, they have been telling me about it. Um, I haven't had the chance to go because I work three different jobs, and, you know, we got our own business, uh, Bobcat and Clearing Business and Landscaping. And I- Okay, um, I, was just, I know the um, audience, they probably want to get some of your delicious eggplants, but you also had mentioned that you're going to be going into selling meat, um, beef, chicken, yeah. and seafood. So how is that going to go? That I went through Rafi. I did a um, business plan. Uh, matter of fact, I just got a grant for $5,000 to – I have a, a refrigerated mobile truck that I'm uh, redesigning uh, uh, for my cool box and everything, for my freezers and everything that goes in it. Matter of fact, I'm leaving tomorrow morning headed to pick up a big order of seafood tomorrow for some of my suppliers here in North Carolina. Okay, and how is the seafood being distributed? Are you going to local um, vendors or... Is this something you're going to be selling out of this cooler truck? or Just to answer her question, you said you sell... The, uh, your plan on selling the seafood at the farmer's market in Yanceyville, is that correct? Yes, uh, yes, ma'am. And some of the things that you'll be selling, what, the shrimp, um, scallops, the fish, what, what are the products? Most shrimp, um, flounder, um, crabs. Um, I cook the steamed crabs for um, If people want them cooked, I'll steam them and cook, oh, seafood, wow. cook the fish. Butterfish. And this is something you're going to be doing on a regular basis? Is this something that's going to be every day or every week, or how are you going to be doing that? Okay. Days that I get off work, I go and set up um, uh, certain places here in North Carolina or in Danville coming up next year with my mobile truck. Oh, wow. Are you excited about that? That's something different than a vegetable. And I really, really want to get back to this yellow eggplant. I have never seen it even in the grocery stores or at farmer's market. Can you tell us some of the recipes that you could do with this yellow eggplant? Do you have any that you suggest to people? I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't have no recipes. I'm going to be honest (laughs) with you, but I eat them. I eat them raw. Okay. Yes. They put some, the African guy told me that they put them in a lot of different soups, um, but they don't deep fry them. I tried them deep fried and, I didn't like them, so. but okay. they are delicious. They are very delicious. So what Maybe is it? Can... Is it a sweet taste, or is it kind of like eating um, uh, what is yellow squash, or? Almost like eating a cucumber. 
Oh, okay, zucchini or cucumber? A cucumber. Okay, a cucumber. And so, yeah, I could do that raw if it's something like a cucumber. We're going to have to investigate that, the hotness, and maybe we can come up with a recipe that hopefully you'll like eggplant. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, put it in a salad also. So what is your um, future plans? Is, is that going to be it where you're just going to be a, a farmer and a distributor? Do you ever um, plan on having your own location? Um, what's the next step for you, Wilbur? Well, the next step, I just got, we just had a meeting last Wednesday. There's a um, buyer out of Washington, D.C. that's got a mm-hmm. big place that want us to grow over 20, he want, he want me to grow 20,000 eggplants next year. Wow. So, so 20,000. So I just purchased some land, um, leasing some land over two acres and a half. Um, I should be able to get close to, um, close to around about 50,000 eggplants on this property. Wow. How many rows of eggplants would that be? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Way too many. And so is this going to be, are you, is your farm, is it located here in Raleigh? Where is it at, actually? Mine is located here in, in uh, Yansville, North Carolina. Got I'm you. probably about okay. an hour away from y'all. Okay. And tell me more about the, the grant that you got. How did you go about the paperwork and figuring out what, did you needed to, what you needed to do in order to make that happen? I had to do a business plan. Um, what I wanted to do, I had to get the prices, um, the cost, um, how much money it's going to take for everything that I needed, and and put that into a budget, um, spending-wise, um, for how much money I needed for everything that I was going to use. And $5,000, um, submitted it all to them, um, and they called me and told me it was approved. And so I'm working on that now. Now, was that a hard task, Wilbert? Was that application hard to fill out, or is it something that I – because we're trying to cater to our audience, so we want to make sure that we're giving them the information that they need. So say there's newbies out there listening to you that want to go into this field but feel that, you know, um, things may be difficult. Now, was that something that was easy for you to do, or did it take time? It was was very easy. Uh, Mm. It was very easy. Everything that I needed, I went online, Googled, got all my prices, um, did my budget plan um, mm-hmm. and everything. And Raffi, uh, you have to go through Raffi, get their information, and uh, they'll have the application on their file, and they'll send it to you. You fill it out. You email it back to them, and it goes from there. They'll, they'll review it and see how many people um, get approved. Wow. Now, I've heard a lot about these grants, especially since it's a corona and everything. Now, I was wondering, since you've experienced it, are there any stipulations with these grants? I mean, is it something that they're going to go back on and and cross your, what, dot every I and cross every T, make sure that you put that money exactly this place or that place? Is is that something that's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Every every dime has to be spent. On whatever you're using for that, whatever you're getting ready to do. NRC, I got a high tunnel from NRC, non-refundable, for seven thousand six hundred dollars. Um, so if somebody wow. got a farm, they want to get a greenhouse, a um, high tunnel, um, mm-hmm. they will 
you can go to your NRC office, sign up, um, do a business plan like I did for this here, and go from there. Well, I had some questions about the labor part. Now, I know, you know, my dad and mom, they used to farm. I mean, it was like rise early in the morning before the sun even comes up and, you know, and, and go out there and work hard. How much of the labor um, is it in, in growing these eggplants? And, and do you, with you and your two other um, partners, is this something where you, you start off in the morning? How does it affect around your other job? Well, my wife, she tends to everything in the morning, and my son. Um, when I get home in the evening, I make sure that all the tanks, I got about eight big 50-gallon tanks that we fill up um, twice a week to irrigate. And, um, and also I have a pond behind my house um, so that the plants get enough water. Wow. What about the weeding part? Who does that? Um, a lot of times... In my hot tunnel, I put mulch in um, in my, and we have to go in and chop out grass and get everything um, pretty much cleaned up. Um, other than that, once we put mulch down, the grass is, won't come through it because we put it down so thick. Okay. Well, that helps a lot with that, so that's a good thing. And then the picking, when it's time to pick, is that just you and the whole family or is that you and Mike and Sam? No, they have their own high tunnels. Um, they pick their own uh, crops. Uh, sometimes we help each other when uh, they, we need need help. But we pick mostly in the evening around about 7 o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. It takes about an hour and weigh everything, clean all the uh, clean everything, weigh it, box it, and um, I put it in my uh, cooler uh, where I keep it cool at, and then I deliver it the next morning. Okay. I know the hotness isn't saying much, but that's because she's a young girl and she doesn't know much about farming. So. <laughs> I, I really it's don't. Okay. Sweetly got your back, hotness. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here thinking, like, it sounds like so much work. But, Wilbur, like, who taught you all this? Because I think you said you've never done this before, and you just, like, you're just doing it. Like, how did you, like, learn to do this? My grand, my grandfather, my uncles raised pigs when I was about, I guess I was around about eight or nine. I learned from them about uh, cutting up animals and everything, and they had chickens and goats and uh, mm. pigs. Matter of fact, I just, I got 10 pigs now that I'm getting ready to, um, I'm raising 10 pigs. I just started raising pigs this year. So I pretty wow. much did this. Probably raising animals is harder than raising produce, do you think? Or which one? Or does it matter? You don't mind doing either one? Well, you, you have to buy the feed and everything. Then you have to feed them everything, feed everything in the morning or late mm-hmm. in the evening. I have a supplier that's going to buy all the pigs when we get ready to kill them come wintertime. Oh, so you're already ready. You just got to get them ready. Yep. Okay. And that's probably the best way to do it because you want you get all these pigs together and then you have no place for them to go and they're multiplying. So it's probably best to have your buyer first. And see, matter of fact, I got to kill one this evening for a lady around about six thirty. Wow! The supplier that's buying the eggplants, he bought a goat from us last week, and it's, it, I have to uh, have that killed, cut up, and processed, and delivered to him come Friday. Oh, so you do all that? 
How do you yeah. um I, so it's fresh, so you don't have to worry about preserving or, or putting any additives. Everything is fresh with you. So that's why it's good to have a freezer tr- uh, mobile truck with a uh-huh. cooling unit in it. And see, I yes. take that in there, and I got a uh, table saw and everything that I cut them up with. So and then pack it down in ice. Wow. Well, Wilbur, I have to ask Wilbur. Oh, go ahead, sweetie. I'm sorry, hotness. I I just. <laughs> I have one more question, and then you can go. If there was something else that you could be doing besides what you're doing, what would it be? Or would this this is your gift, and this is your vision and your dream? You wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Um, commercial fishing. Ah. Um, I do have mm-hmm. another. Um, I have a ministry called Hands On Reach Ministries. Uh, what I do, I go and help elderly people. Um, you know, if they need work done to their homes, we'll go and help them. And, you know, all things they have to pay is pay the, uh, for the materials. As a matter of fact, I'm work helping us. Uh, um, a lady now, uh, she lost her husband about four years ago, and we are doing work on her on her farm for her. There's not enough time in the day for you, Mr. Wilbur. <laughs> no, he's going full full on. And what's what's the name of that um your your ministry again, Wilbur? It's called Hands Arms Reach. Hands Arms and Reach. And how do Long people down. get in touch with you with that? Um they either Are email you... me or call me um on Facebook. What's, a lot, what's a lot the of people email um, for that? Uh Wilbur J sixty one. A lot of people get in contact with me through through um someone else that knows me. Um and they Word of mouth. Word of mouth. It's the best okay. advertising. It is. And you mentioned a Facebook page. Do you have a Facebook page? Yeah, I have a Facebook page um, that I have. But I haven't did. I want to do my web page. Um, so we'll be working on that also. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, I wanted to know, has your um, meat business picked up since the um, coronavirus? Like, do you have more customers coming to you directly wanting produce and, like, meat? From you directly? Um, it hasn't picked up. Uh, I just probably just started this this year, and I kind of uh, some of my customers I had told, uh, being everything that's going on, I didn't want to sell nothing unless it was packed and uh, sealed. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> what does packed and sealed mean? You mean vacuum sealed. Vacuum sealed. Everything got to be vacuum sealed. Oh. Okay. No air, right? No air. Dang, look at that. Look at Sweetly. I know. Sweetly, you're picking up the farm life. I'm going to send you out there to help Mr. Wilbert on the farm. You got all these ideas. I yeah, because listened that's a- to my mom and dad talked many years ago and go talk about their mom and dad. So, yeah, but I, I've never experienced the farm life. It seems like it's a lot of work, like you said. But I guess, you know, if you love what you're doing, it's not a problem. And it seems like to me, Mr. Wilbert, you are a server. You love um, helping people. And we thank God for you. And then we pray that God gives you back everything tenfold. Absolutely. I really enjoy it because God has truly been gave me a lot of gifts um, to do what I do. Um, I don't have that much education, but I put him first. And I know every time I asking for something that's it's not a whole lot but he always provides yes you hear that audience you hear that foodies you know if you put god first it's nothing that is impossible um whether you're educated or non-educated 
whether you're black, brown, white, whatever the case may be, if it's something that um, is a purpose and God has a plan for you, it will take place. And Mr. Wilbert is an example of that. He is. Is there something that you would like to tell? Um, I'm sorry, Hotness. Is there something that you would like to tell our audience, Mr. Wilbert, that will help them along the way in their journey of entrepreneurship? What I would like to tell them that, you know, if you have a dream, uh, a vision for something that you want to do, write it down. Um, There is a a big opening that God, he always said there's room in heaven. And there's room for you. Uh, all you got to do is be willing to listen, pay attention, take notes, and say, hey, I got this. If God say he got my back, then I can do this with God's help. Because I know that I couldn't have did a whole lot of stuff that I've done that God allowed me to do if it weren't for him. Amen. And we thank God for your family as well, your wife and your children. It seems like they've play a big part in it as well. Yes, they, yes, she do. My wife, she's she's on top of these eggplants every morning around about 6.30. Wow. Shout out to the wifey. That's yeah. right. She keeps me in check. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wilbur, do you mind if I share your, um, your contact phone number or your email address? Sure. Which one would you prefer I give out to, you, to the audience? Um, either one don't is fine with me. Um, it's okay, fine with I'll me. do both because you also do um landscaping, right? Yes, I do. Um, we just we bought our own bobcat, me and my two other partners, and I do landscaping and clearing and um and whatnot. Um, okay, I do audience. home improvement. Um, I am a mechanic. I I work um full time as a mechanic in um down near Hall River. Wow, okay. You're doing a lot. Like Sweetly said, there's not enough time in the day for you. So you do landscaping, you grow eggplants, and you have your meat business. So audience, Mr. Wilbur, he is in it to win it. So if you guys are interested in his services, his eggplants, his meat, his phone number is 434-713-713. 5582, or you can shoot him an email at wilbertj61 at gmail.com. So, Mr. Wilbur, thank you so much for your time, sweetly. Anything else? I think that's it. We have picked Mr. Wilbur, um, and I think that's it. Is there anything else that you would like to share, Mr. Wilbur, before we complete the interview? Well, I would love to uh, bring bring y'all some of my eggplants uh, so y'all can try them. I would love that. So as oh, yeah. we um, complete this up, we'll talk about that and see how we can connect. All right? Okay. 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 Sounds great. Listen, foodies, it's been a minute. I'm so glad to be back. I missed you guys. This has been the hotness and sweetly checking out what Mr. Wilson's farm is all about. Bye, now. When will I get married? Waiting can never be easy. Whether it's waiting on a taxi or a job promotion, it can be difficult. When it comes to waiting on Mr. Right, AKA Boaz, it becomes even more challenging to wait while you're single. In this lighthearted book, where's Boaz? I don't know, I'm tired of kissing frogs too. 
best-selling author, Nevada York, offers suggestions based on the Bible's great love story of Ruth and Boaz and from her own experience of waiting on God. You will learn the attributes of Ruth and use the Ruth Reality Chart to do a self-check on your own attributes. Nevada also shares the 10-step plan that Ruth followed to win her Boaz. Obedience and being a blessing plays a key role. Trust the Lord and His timing. Make your season of singleness Ruth-defining. Order Nevada York's latest book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Available on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle.